This podcast has been made possible by Planful and U.S. Bank. Hello, this is Pam Yancic Keneally, and I'm the CFO of Kiva, and you're listening to the CFO Thought Leader Podcast. This is episode 520. Um, we shrunk the company from about 220 people, ultimately down to about 35 people, refocused around the pipeline assets and have rebuilt the company now from 35 people up to, you know, 220 or so today, and we'll be growing back to about 300 by the end of the year. Um, We were a new management team. We had to go convince investors that they should invest in the pipeline um, and that we were going to be good stewards of their capital. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney. On today's show, we speak to Kevin Lynn, CFO of Arena Pharmaceuticals. On the way to helping repair Arena's relationship with its investors, CFO Lynn spearheaded a new approach to budgeting and began the overhaul of an IT infrastructure that had received no CapEx investment in nearly five years. Our discussion with Kevin begins after these words from our sponsor. In an ever-changing world, it can be tough to keep up with the latest FP&A trends and innovations that keep you ahead of the game. Luckily, there's a podcast for that. Tune in to Being Planful, the podcast for finance leaders and planning experts, and stay in the know about what's happening in planning and forecasting. Guests like influencer Chris Ortega, Boston Red Sox CFO Tim Zhu, and Brian Lapidus of AFP will keep you up to speed on how you can put finance in the driver's seat this year. Find the full episodes at beingplanful.com or wherever you get your podcasts. P.S. Think you might make a great guest on the show? Shoot host Rowan Tonkin an email at beingplanful at planful.com.
Raymond, we just have a minute or two, uh, but you are a, a vice president of finance for Cypher Health. Turn back to Tom. Uh, you joined the firm, I believe, as a controller, and you helped to guide the firm to the next level when it came to systems and infrastructure and reporting. Now, that's a recent chapter for you. Uh, but Roman, in your own words, tell us about the company you joined. Yeah, it was, it was really just beginning to open a new chapter of growth, but there still was a long way ways to go. Don't go anywhere. CFO Kevin Lynn of Arena Pharmaceuticals enters the mentoring round with us after this. The business landscape is changing quickly. As the pressure to manage expenses efficiently and strategically increases, 
you need solutions that not only help drive down costs and improve efficiencies, but meet the changing needs of your business. At U.S. Bank, we can help. We'll work with you to uncover your specific payment challenges and bring you proactive and innovative solutions and strategies that help you meet the financial goals of your organization. Our commitment to doing the right thing for our customers has earned us the designation of one of the world's most ethical companies from the Ethisphere Institute for six years in a row. To learn more, visit us at usbpayment.com.
recorded our interview with Roman Manitow. Uh, Roman has recently left Cypher Health and joined yet another fast-growing company where Roman now expects to apply his unique set of skills and help this company find that next operational threshold. Nonetheless, Roman did offer us a wonderful overview of Cypher Health's success in moving to that next threshold, and we're happy to share it with you. Well, Roman, thank you for allowing me to uh, step in some time with you and uh, take a deeper dive in, in some of what we were talking about. You know, I realized I never asked up front uh, a very basic question, which is to tell us a little bit about yourself. What was your background? Uh, and again, this is uh, before uh, Cypher Health. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And then, then we'd love to go and step back into that world. Sure. Um, I uh, have a background in public accounting, um, having spent about 12 years um, with a combination of a national firm uh, and a chief firm on the East Coast. Um, and having transitioned after that into corporate finance, corporate accounting, um, at Cypher Health as their first full time finance hire back in 2016. Um, I, uh, Enjoyed the transition very much. It's been a great company uh, to to be with. Continues to be a great company to be with. Um, and uh, in the in the evenings and on the weekends, I had the opportunity to, as I say, exercise a different part of my brain um, for about a decade uh, before before my wife and I started a family uh, in developing three MBA courses for my alma mater, which is the Zippon School of Business here in New York. Uh, that's a story 
So just to get focused back on the uh, workplace, and I do think there are, there are obvious synergies here with developing courses and, and uh, developing uh, financing, developing your people. As you go forward, some of what you've done in the past uh, must be very present for you. At the same time, uh, want to find out about this role and stepping into it as life or health. This is a transformational role. I mean, one way or another, uh, this is going uh, to be a very informative number of years for you as you execute and help this company build uh, sort of its infrastructure. What, uh, tell us that how you came to the role, though. Well, I found I came across a great job description of the fourth by the former director of talent at the company, um, and it spoke to me. Um, it was written concisely uh, with a lot of granularity, gave me a lot of insight into what he was and what the expectations were. It happened to be that that former director of talent used to recruit accountants um, for a living for about 10 years before he came to Cypher. Um, so that helped. So it was, an, uh, it was a, uh, a job ad on Indeed.com that I um, was attracted to and that I applied to. And then after um, a few interactions, um, uh, we started to meet in person uh, once and twice and then started to have conversations. And I got to meet the executive team during the interview process, which was really important. Um, and I got the chance to, um, to really observe and work with uh, uh, this with the CEOs during the interview process, including having some hands-on experience with their accounting infrastructure. Um, um, so it was a, um, an interview process that spent uh, quite a bit of time, but I think it was both comfortable because, as you say, it is uh, an important role and it's and an important hire. Um, I can pat myself on the back about that, but I mean, for an organization of any size, I believe you should have somebody who has uh, those interests of the company at heart. Um, and uh, so that's the, that's the story behind me joining site. Now, earlier you had mentioned some of the sort of technology and the approaches that had been used in the early days of CyberHealth. Uh, you were about to undertake a the adoption of a new, a new system. Tell us about that. Tell us about the approach when it came to adopting the system. Sure. Well, the evaluation process we went through uh, included um, reviewing um, the types of solutions that were well-linked, and we um, looked at retaining the QuickBooks Online option with some add-ons. Uh, there are some bolt-on modules and other subscriptions that you could connect to QuickBooks Online that would potentially achieve the functionality that they had desired with revenue and deferred revenue and other parts of our accounting. That was one option. Uh, another option was to go big, really big, and that wasn't a, a real option, but it was one that we felt we had wanted to explore, which was with a vendor called Workday. Um, and the two kind of Middle of the road options were NetSuite, which I had experienced with before, um, and I found that it required quite a bit of technical support at the time that I was using it in order for it to be um, uh, as out of the box as possible with the, um, the folks that were on my team. Um, and the option that we ultimately chose was 
Saving Tax, um, which has a wonderful go-to-market presence for B2B SaaS companies. They um, were really knowledgeable throughout the sales cycle as I interacted with them and were really generous with their time and allowed me to both understand in depth what the implementation would entail, um, what the potential roadblocks would be, um, and um, quite frankly, they um, allowed me, I don't know if they will still do this, but they allowed me to select the implementation lead on the project whose resume I actually reviewed, and I saw that this individual was a controller in other places before um, she joined Sage uh, Tax. Actually, at the time they were still in tax, we selected them before they were acquired by Sage. In fact, during the same summer that they were acquired by Sage is when we signed the contract. So we signed the contract with Intact and then we became Sage Intact. Um, so I will say that from being able to pick the implementation partner from providing a very vivid um, understanding of what the implementation would entail and what life would be like after, and being very generous with their time throughout the sales cycle, um, and quite frankly, being the preferred solution by the by the AICPA, that was that also helped. Um, so we're very pleased with the outcome with Sage Impact. Um, there are lots of other things that we could be doing with it uh, as we continue to grow, but the foundational installation that we achieved effective um, last January um, has uh, has been a great experience so far. So, uh, as of last January, how long was the, let's call it the adopting period, or how would you like that characterize? Sure, we uh, implemented the tool that we're in the sandbox environment for, um, I'd say about a month and a half or so, maybe a little bit more, maybe a couple of months. And during that time, we really got a chance to experiment and get hands-on experience on our own with um, using all the different modules that make up the core financials part of it and, uh, and also the revenue, the deferred revenue, the sales um, schedules. Um, so we, we, uh, we had the implementation uh, completed and we gave ourselves you know, a little bit of time before the 2018 calendar year began in order to feel comfortable that when the calendar year began, that was going to be our system of record. Um, so, Roman, looking for the next 12, 6 to 12 months, what are your priorities as a controller of CyberDuck? We, uh, we want to keep up with the great performance that we've had as a team during, during the last uh, three and a half years and uh, continue to uh, evolve as our compliance needs um, increase and uh, our systems needs increase. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Do us a favor. Be certain to subscribe to CFO Thought Leader on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or Google Play. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Oh, and by the way, the CFO Yearbook 2021 Print Edition debuts on Amazon this quarter featuring 100 profiles of finance leaders from our 2020 season. Would you like to learn more about our CFO guests? Order the CFO Yearbook 2021. Thank you for supporting our efforts to bring you 
career journeys of CFOs driving change. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Thank you for listening.